This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast with yours truly exclusively on Russo'sBrand.com with Channel Attitude. Today, I am joined by a very fun and very special guest, Miss Sally Sausage. Hi, baby. You want to say hi? Do we want to say hi? Oh, my goodness. We call this the hot dog stand. Do that. Do that. Oh, that's the weenie wiggles. <laughs> we have fun in Taylor's tiny house on wheels. We do because I am a dog mom. Um, <laughs> we have a really fun episode today. Today is an episode that does not happen very often with Talks with Taylor Hendricks on Russo'sBrand.com because today is the day we finished another handy dandy notebook. Um, I literally ran out of space in this notebook for today's episode, so I actually had to write on the the back cover um because I am old school and do all my notes by hand I do not have like a little screen projector reader yet because nobody has given me any recommendations as well as recommendations for microphones for this podcast I am looking at all of you guys like what is going on <laughs> anyways it is so crazy hot today I actually had a really cute hairstyle I was wearing a hat and had just like the cute black lace sleeves and guys it ended up being a hundred and I think, hold on, my fan tells me what it is right now. It is a hundred and four degrees. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know if I could have sounded any more basic, but it is so hot. I feel like the Wicked Witch of the West. Like I could not put on a ton of makeup today, nor do I ever like to, but still it was just it's rough, y'all. It's rough. Even Sally Sausage is feeling it with her fluffy long fur. Um, so we are hiding out in the AC in Taylor's Tiny House on Wheels today. Scooby-Doo is relaxing. Slinky the Weenie is relaxing in his brand new t-shirt. Um, so it's just been a day. With that being said, there are some really fun things happening in the world of all things Taylor. We've got this brand new episode of my podcast. We've got some brand new content heading over to my YouTube channel. So don't forget to subscribe and like my most recent videos on there with youtube.com slash at Taylor Hendricks. The link is on one of the sides here. Um, I don't know what the final editing process is like because they are just absolutely amazing and do that for me. Um, we also have a brand new Lucha Patron live event coming up October 14th. Mark your calendars. Lucha Patron is returning to Petaluma, California with a stacked roster. I repeat, a stacked roster for the show. I think this is probably the biggest show that they have ever done in Petaluma, California for Lucha Patron. It is huge. It is awesome. Um, it, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. October 14th, get your tickets. LuchaPatron.com slash tickets. Um, every ticket helps feed families and needs through various food banks. Um, that is a part of their mission uh, at Lucha Patron. So every wrestler that performs under their banner and everybody that comes to their shows to experience Lucha Patron live in person, uh, you are helping make a difference, which to me is absolutely amazing. That's something that I do on Cameos. If you want to take a look at my profile as well um, is very much adjacent to the Lucha Patron mission and mentality of just, you know, small acts of kindness really adding up into big, strong, magical, and amazing things out in the world. That's how I grew up. That is a mentality that is ingrained in me to this day, and it's something that I embody with all of my fans as part of the Taylor Army. I also want to let you guys know, before I actually started this part of the podcast, I was naughty. I forgot to grab a prop for this podcast, but um, I am excited to announce that we are starting a brand new interactive segment on my YouTube channel that I will update you guys, um, you know, a couple times a month on here on Talks with Taylor Hendricks, my podcast, and that is Reading with Taylor Hendricks. We are going to start the Taylor Army Book Club. So excited. So many of you on my YouTube channel are super excited. I think this is going to be very much indicative of the Taylor Army because all of you are so strange, crazy, awesome, unusual, unique, and loyal. And you guys show up so much for my Q&As, for this podcast, for Motivation Mondays, and so much more, um, especially on my like my Twitter and my Instagram. So I want to keep that love coming with more interactive content with you all and something that we can all get out of it. You know, after all, the whole point of a lot of what I do is to be a part of someone else's survival guide someday in 
the hopes of becoming, you know, the adult that you needed as a child, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and so reading with Taylor Hendricks is one of the ways in which we get to do that together. Um, and I am so excited to announce the first book that I chose and I promised you guys I would do everything I possibly could to provide you guys multiple links to shop from um, that I do not get paid from whatsoever um, and also to keep it as affordable as possible. So the first book I chose to debut reading with Taylor Hendricks for the Taylor Army Book Club is none other than Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. So I hope you will join me. I will repost those links. We've got Amazon Kindle for $9.99. Uh, we've got on walmart.com for like $14 and like 80 something cents. And then I think we got $15.98 for paperback on Amazon. So three different options that, as well as Audible. I forgot how much it is on Audible. Uh, so several different options for you. Um, I am so excited. I can't wait. We will do one book per month and I will do a recap of the book and I'll even pick one special fan per month to get a signed 8x10 by me. So I hope you will join me in reading with Taylor Hendricks, the Taylor Army Book Club. I am so excited. I have so many book ideas that, you know, so many different kinds of people from all kinds of different walks of life can enjoy right along with me as we all learn something. And, and I already had one fan tell me that they've already read this book. That is totally okay. If you reread something, you are far more likely to absorb the material that's actually a studying hack that I learned in college and actually in high school and I implemented it in college and also you learn something new every time you read something or watch something because you're not the exact same person you were the first time or the second time or the third time that you watched something or read something so there's always something different that you can pick up and subconsciously absorb so I invite you all to join us for reading with Taylor Hendricks the bona fide official Taylor Hendricks Taylor Army Book Club Taylor Army Book Club. All right, without further ado, we are going to take our first break now that I kind of updated you guys in the world of all things Taylor. When we come back, we've got a brand new Q&A that you are not going to want to miss. We've got a Hollywood news update, weird, cool, creepy, strange, odd facts uh, for fun facts, as well as things you should know before you're 30 in theory, and of course, some motivation to carry you through the week. All right, everybody, these lights are so bright, <laughs> but you can't blind me. <laughs> okay, I am going to apologize to all the Swifties out there. That is not my, my name might be Taylor, but that is not my forte. Um, I will perform like nobody's business, but I, I never said it was going to be Taylor Swift worthy singing. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't sing in the car. I perform like if anybody has ever been on road trips with me and I'm the driver, I am always vibing. Uh, my husband <laughs> says I am like that woman, uh, that character from heartbreak kid with Ben Stiller. <laughs> it's so true. But you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, right? Um, that's how you stay awake on the road when you're by yourself. You know, <laughs> you learn to entertain yourself when you start to get highway vision. Anyways, we've got a brand new Q&A coming your way. This is the part of the podcast where I answer questions from you, the fans on my YouTube channel. So if you're going to want to get involved with the interactive awesomeness that is Q&As with Taylor Hendricks, here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to go to the link on one of the sides here. Head on over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Taylor Hendricks. You're going to hit the subscribe button, scroll down to the latest Q&A video, hit the thumbs up button and comment your question in the comments below that video for your chance to be featured on not just my YouTube channel, but also my podcast talks with Taylor Hendricks on Russo'sBrand.com, which airs every single Tuesday as part of the brand family. Uh, you get two and it's awesome. And honestly, I can't think of a better deal in the podcasting world because with Russo'sBrand.com for less than a large Starbucks cup of coffee, you get so much content. And I'm talking about content from all kinds of different people, all kinds of different varying levels of success with so many different viewpoints and uniqueness. And it's crazy. It's cool. You're not going to find a better deal. Even if you just subscribe for my podcast. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, but seriously, you've got Al Snow. You've got Vince Russo. You've got Cash Ray in the Marks. You've got Stevie Ray, Ben Amin, uh, Goldilocks. You've just... Shelly Martinez, you've got so much crazy awesome content from live streams to podcasts to feature videos to rants and so much more. Um, so without further ado, let's dive right on into the latest Q&A here. This one's going to be a relatively quick one in comparison uh, because I noticed so much of the podcast was ended up being, you know, just me vibing with you all uh, with my Q&As. And I know people want more than just that on my podcast. So we got to, we got to make it work. We got to make it work. Okay. 
So the first question, someone asked me, uh, again, I think people like asking me this question, uh, but I don't mind. They asked me, what was the last song I heard before taping this podcast? I remember exactly the song because as soon as it started, I was like, oh, I want to hear the song, but I got to keep to my schedule and start the podcast. It was Rob Zombie's Living Dead Girl. I love that song. I vibe to that song. I love Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon Zombie. <laughs> so that was the last one. Um, another person asked me if I watched SummerSlam. Unfortunately, I did not, but I looked at a lot of the reviews from people that are fans, people that are critics and so forth, and it seems like people gave it like a B plus borderline A minus for SummerSlam, which is really kind of cool. I also saw an article, I don't remember if it was from Fightful or not, um, and it said it was the highest watched SummerSlam of all time, which is crazy considering how much ratings have been in decline over the last 10 years. So that's that's huge. That's huge for WWE. It's huge for Endeavor Group. Um, it's huge for the merger. I am really excited about that um, as an investor. So to me, that's just really, really amazing. Um, but I did tune in to see Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. I love Nate so much. I just love his vibe, like his take no shizit attitude, like zero Fs given. I love that. I remember one time I made a tweet. I was like, I'm Nate Diaz wrestling and people didn't understand what I meant by that but that's legitimately what I meant like that like I I don't pull any punches anymore I I give zero f's and I'm just me take it or leave it I really don't care um, so like my goals don't care about your feelings um you know so that's just pretty much you know if you're not contributing to my bank account my happiness or my overall well-being then then I really don't care um, yeah, and, and that is what it is. Um, but yeah, I was not disappointed in that fight. I did want more action. But you know, when you consider that he, Jake Paul is going up against, you know, people that aren't boxers, I think this is really cool. And I thought Nate did very, very well. After all, it was his idea to go 10 rounds and not eight. Um, and he was, just, you know, he had that swagger the whole time and he didn't get knocked out like what was predicted. So that was really, really awesome. Um, it was actually really, really cool that Logan Paul made it just in time to see his brother win. That was awesome. He was still vibing from, you know, the huge win at SummerSlam. So huge congratulations to them and the, uh, Logan Paul and Jake Paul. And uh, there's a door open to see Nate Diaz and uh, Jake Paul in an MMA UFC style fight. So I am, I'm, I'm really hoping to see that. All right. Uh, next thing. Um, someone asked me, you talk a lot about, hold on, I can't read my writing here. Uh, you talk a lot about getting healthy and eliminating toxins and different things from your environment. I want to do this, but I am lost and find it overwhelming. What can you suggest? Okay. First things first, you are totally valid in not only wanting to start this journey of eliminating like carcinogens and genotoxins and all kinds of uh, endocrine disruptors and all kinds of other, you know, buzzwords that you hear on the internet and all this other stuff. You are totally valid in wanting to do that. I highly suggest more of you do that. And I also want to say that you are not like your feelings are completely, sorry, my allergies your feelings are completely valid with being overwhelmed. I was also extremely overwhelmed. Um, it is a lot to take in when you consider like the, the toxic chemicals in your food and your water and your clothes and your detergents and your cleaning products and your air. It is all insane. And then we wonder why babies are being born more toxic than ever. And then we wonder how breast milk with women who are on such strict diets for being pregnant are somehow having breast milk that, that is tainted with 20 or more different flame retardants and other carcinogenic chemicals that are then getting passed into the baby. Um, you know, and, and formula, you know, is, is very similar. So we wonder why all these things are happening, but we're not really getting to the root causes. So I would say start with one thing at a time. Um, if you make so many changes, you're not actually going to know what works for you and what doesn't. So start with one thing. I started with little simple changes that weren't going to complete, completely disrupt my lifestyle and that to me was so much better than just a, a complete overhaul because that is so expensive, it's time consuming, it's hard, you need to create the habit first and then your habit makes you, we talk about this all the time on motivation. Um, so the first thing I did <coughs> was switch out my deodorant to something that didn't have all kinds of chemicals literally getting absorbed into a very porous area on your body. Um, that was, that was very easy to change. Didn't really cost me that much more money to be honest with you. And I needed far less and I, I use it less because I don't need it as much because I am not filling that area with chemicals. Um, if that makes sense. 
Um, another thing, the second thing I did was start looking at my body washes and my shampoo and conditioner. Um, certain shampoos and conditioners have, I think it's laurel sulfate or sodium, something like that. Uh, I think it, it was something laurel. And that, that contributes to hair loss and things like that. And so, um, and obviously all these other chemicals that are indirectly getting absorbed through your skin, through your pores and all this other stuff. Then I moved towards my toothpaste, getting something that was fluoride free and not chemicals that I was slowly ingesting. The next thing I did was starting to look at my makeup. Now that was a little bit more difficult, but slowly over time, now I'm not ingesting things like arsenic and lip gloss or, you know, different things like that. Um, so that's where I started. And then after that, I started looking at my home. I started being very careful with certain things like air fresheners, which pet owners, you know, were, were very guilty of. Um, I also started looking at the chemicals that were in my soaps, in my disinfectants, in my sprays. And I actually started making my own um, thing that I can pretty much clean my whole house with, which was white vinegar, <coughs> water, and dish soap mixed together. I clean my windows with that for streak free. I clean my counters, my floors, all of that stuff. And I don't have to worry about my animals getting sick or me with having lung disease, you know, breathing something terrible in, which contributes to a toxic environment. Those are the places that I started. The next thing I want to do, but I have not done yet, is switch out my, my products that I use for laundry. Um, I want to eliminate using dryer sheets and instead opt for wool uh, dryer balls uh, because I had no idea how toxic the stuff is in dryer sheets. No idea. We grew up using them, you know? We never really thought about that. Um, the other thing that I want to do is switch out the detergent after finding out that the bottles aren't really truly recyclable um, and how much chemicals are actually in the detergent itself as well as the container. Then the next thing I want to do is slowly eliminate um, plastic uh, microwave safe stuff because apparently it's not really. There was a new uh, thing that came out that the FDA was misinformed about apparently. Um, and so a bunch of per square inch or centimeter of plastic, there's a certain amount of chemicals that, chemicals that come out uh, during the heat of that stuff. And it seeps from the chemicals into your food and then you're ingesting it within like an hour or two of ingesting it, they find like microplastics and nanoplastics in your brain. Um, so those are the places that I would start and you can build from there, but I always say, do your own research. Don't trust me, do your own research. Um, another person asked me, Let's see here. My allergies. <laughs> um, they asked me, oh, this is a really interesting question. Okay. They say that they are a single dad with a daughter and they feel like they are, you know, just losing every single day and feel like they're failing and don't are lost and don't really know what to do and any advice would greatly help. I would love you guys to join in on this question. I think the Taylor Army community is absolutely amazing <laughs> and I am apologizing for the sniffles. There is so much pollen right now. Um, <clears throat> okay, first things first. If you feel like you're losing every single day and you feel like you're at a loss, I think honestly that's parenthood. Um, and I don't mean to take that lightly or be sarcastic because I'm not a parent, but I'm a little girl that wished she had a great dad uh, and had a present dad in her life. And I think the role of dads is drastically underrated in today's society. I think everybody glorifies motherhood and not enough people glorify fatherhood. Um, fatherhood is so important. You are a foundational example. I don't even know if that's a word, but you are the foundation. You are the example of what type of man your daughter is ultimately going to want to seek out in a future partner someday. Um, and that is so special. You have such a pivotal, fundamental role in her overall confidence as a young lady. Um, you are going to be teaching her what she deserves and what respect looks like and, and what true love and integrity and all these different amazing priceless values are going to represent in her partner. That's a huge responsibility, but it's also a discipline. And I think discipline is missing from today's society. You know, if you're motivated and I'm disciplined, we're not the same, okay? Discipline, we'll be talking about this later on in this episode, but... <laughs> Discipline, people often think of it as such a negative thing. It's not. Discipline can show healthy boundaries. Discipline can show self-love. Discipline can show respect. Discipline is a consistency of falling in love with the process of excellence. That's a lot of what discipline actually is instead of such a negative thing. Um, <clears throat> 
And so if you feel lost, you are not the only one, okay? And you're not going to get it right 100% of the time, but when you do mess up, hold yourself accountable. You have no idea what sort of expectation, validation, and integrity and morals it is going to instill in your daughter. And this goes for anybody, whether you're a single dad or, or you know married with multiple kids, it does not matter. This goes for everybody. <laughs> if you hold yourself accountable and you get on their level and apologize and explain to them why you're sorry and why it was wrong and how you're going to try to do better going forward together, you have no idea what type of a positive uh, you know, role that accountability is going to play in their lives because they, they are going to subconsciously learn holding them their own selves accountable the way you did and expecting other people to do that and not accepting people's narcissistic BS when they get older and they go out into the world as young adults. Um, and that is sadly sorely lacking. Don't be afraid to protect her. And she gets mad at you now, one day she is going to thank you for it. I can't tell you how many girls I have met personally that have horror stories about things that should have never happened at sleepovers. Um, so, you know, do not be afraid to be strict. Make sure there's rewards, but also don't be afraid to protect your child because nobody in the world is going to protect your child better or more diligently and loyally than you. Nobody. And in a time where children are at the most risk, like you are so important, okay? As a single parent, you know, you, you feel like you have to try to do it all, but there's going to be some compromise. Be honest, have an open line of communication, create that bond and remember you are irreplaceable, okay? And don't just allow, I'm going to assume that your orientation is towards women. I, I apologize if this is wrong, but I'm just going to assume based off of the context in your question um, that you didn't really say, but you implied. Um, make sure that you don't just allow any woman in there just for the sake of your daughter having a mother. Just like not all men are created equal in, in, in value, so too are women, okay? And what I'm trying to say that might not sound great is not everyone has the best intentions for you and your child. Um, I experienced this and I know tons of other people that have experienced this in step parents. Be, think with this, okay? And watch with this. Don't just listen, but watch. Because a lot of times, you know, it's easy to fool people short term. But those, those, you know, those things last 90 days, if not. And you'll start seeing cracks because people can only pretend to be something they're not for so long before they start showing you who they really are. Just make sure that you protect your child. Now, don't say, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. That's a terrible way to live. You know, things have to happen to you. But that doesn't mean that they have to be bad things. But don't forget, downtimes are when we create the most gumption as human beings. That's where character and fortitude and tenacity and resilience. All right? Do not be afraid to let your, your child work hard for things that they want and still a work ethic and an integrity and a moral compass and love and compassion and empathy and intelligence. Make her self-sufficient until she can find somebody to trust and rely on that is the right person for her. That's what I would say. Um, so I hope that helps. And uh, thank you so much for trusting myself and the Taylor Army to answer that question for you. Now we're going to head into the third part of this episode with a brand new Hollywood news update. Now, if you are brand new to this podcast, uh, first and foremost, welcome. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where we, you know, discuss a bunch of, you know, current trending topics, uh, what's going on in Hollywood, the latest rumors, uh, box office news, comic books, video games, and so much more. Pretty much all things pop culture. <coughs> so if that interests you, then this segment is for you. All right, Hollywood news update, here we go. <coughs> there is a current rumor <coughs> circulating um, that one of these stars from the Hulu hit show, The Bear, is starring in and cast for Fantastic Four. However, an industry insider is unclear on whether or not 
which role I guess I would say that they are cast to play. So basically it's kind of a guessing game but the rumor mill is circulating that this star might in fact be cast as Silver Surfer for Fantastic Four. Uh, the bear star's name is Ivan Moss uh, Bakarov. Um, I hope I said that name right. Again, I say people's names wrong just out of ignorance, not out of disrespect. Um, I hate when people say my name wrong, so I try my best to say other people's names right. So if I got that wrong, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> this would be very interesting in my opinion to see him as a silver surfer I am really hoping for a home run this time because a lot of people myself included have been uh, I guess to put it nicely disappointed in previous Fantastic Four endeavors so this would be very very interesting as more news comes about this I will definitely clue you in <laughs> Next up is the Barbie movie. Uh, the Barbie movie is killing it in the box office. I mean, we all kind of knew that it would. Like, we've been waiting, what, over 40 years for a Barbie movie? A live-action Barbie movie? Um, so, so, thus far, it is one of the only films. It is I, not just one of the only. I'll be even more specific. It's one of only two films thus far in 2023 to reach $1 billion. It is joined by a film that came out previously earlier in 2023 and was a huge hit with a Billboard Top 100 sung by Jack Black. It is Super Mario Brothers. Now, Super Mario Brothers and Barbie are the only two films so far this year to reach the $1 billion mark at this year's domestic box office, or I should say worldwide. <laughs> this is huge for Barbie and uh, Greta Gerwig. Um, I do want to know, though, have we factored in, you know, inflation of ticket prices when it comes to the $1 billion mark or not? I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And speaking of the Billboard Top 100 hits list, Ryan Gosling, who played Ken in the most recent Barbie movie, has finally joined his fellow members, uh, his fellow musketeers, or mouseketeers, I should say, from the Mickey Mouse Club in the, the Billboard Top 100. He has the number two song for I'm Just Ken that he's sung in the Barbie movie. Um, this is really, really cool. For those of you that do not know, he used to be a Mouseketeer when he was a kid alongside uh, Justin Timberlake, Christina Applegate, uh, Britney Spears, and more. So this is actually a really cool um, bolster to his already stellar resume. Um, really, really cool. Check out the song. It, uh, it debuted as the number two song in the Billboard Top 100, and it's I'm Just Ken. Moving right along, if you are a video game fan, then this update is for you. Uh, sometime this month, <coughs> Rockstar is set to bring you Red Dead Redemption and the zombie add-on package of Undead Nightmare. Um, this will be available this month for PS4 and Nintendo Switch, but not for your PC. Uh, we discussed this in the last few months on how there's kind of a war on PC games. Uh, they're trying to get away from PC and force pretty much everybody to have some sort of gaming console. I don't know if I agree with this because why would you want to alienate certain clientele for various reasons? Why not make it more readily available? I understand you make a game more special the more exclusive it is, but also the more exclusive it is, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot, so to speak, when it comes to sales. So <laughs> I'll be curious to see how this goes going forward. All right, let me see here. Next up is a popular Twitch streamer. Uh, in case you guys have not seen any news or videos on social media, New York was crazy. <laughs> recently it was just chaos galore and apparently a popular twitch streamer by the name of kai sanat um hopefully again i'm saying that right c-e-n-a-t apparently he is a very popular twitch streamer and he has been advertising a free huge 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 free giveaway of ps5s well this resulted in just chaos ensuing all across New York City. Um, the popular Twitch streamer was therefore arrested um, due to the, you know, destruction and chaos that ensued from uh, his promise of free PS5s. I don't know what that's, well, I do know, but I'm just not going to say. I'm going to let you all, you know, make your own conclusions about this, but what does this say about our society? Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. All right. Warner Brothers and Discovery have once again experienced a loss since their expensive, super crazy, hugely, grossly expensive merger. <laughs> they recently launched the Max app, which now lost over 1.8 million subscribers from the end of March through the end of June. Uh, they went from 97.6 million subscribers by the end of March to down uh, 95.8 
by the end of June. This is another loss after Disney has lost almost a billion dollars plus more than two million subscribers. It is just nuts galore for Disney and Warner and Discovery. Uh, a lot's going on here. A lot's got a lot to unpack. Next up is something that I have extremely mixed feelings about. I want to hear from you guys on this as well. Guys, there is going to be a, they dropped a trailer. At first I thought this was just fake news. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I really, really genuinely did. Okay, but then I found the trailer and then I found a bunch of sites talking about it and with information and so here it is. I, I'm a little dismayed, I'm not going to lie. I'm not quite sure what to think about this. There is a brand new horror movie uh, keeping with the killer animal theme. I mean, we've got Cocaine Bear, we've got, I don't know, sharks on cocaine, apparently like uh, fentanyl gators, I don't even know, like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, now we're going to add a sloth to that mix, you've heard that right, a killer sloth, and the movie is called Slother House. I don't know what to think about <laughs> like I'm trying not to laugh but I'm also trying not to laugh cry because it's just so ridiculous the trailer was just so weird um and I love sloth so I just do I mean my first children's book the main character was Sully the sloth <laughs> I mean I am like uh what's her name Christian oh Christian Bell I'm like her level of love for sloth so I don't know how I feel about this movie like, I was fine with drugged up pharmaceutical sharks. Like, I was I was fine with that as a movie, not in real life, as a movie. Um, I was, you know, in, in crocodile or gators, you know, that could happen. I mean, that was a legit PSA at one point in Tennessee because people were flushing stuff down into the whatevers or whatever. But, I mean, Slother House. Slother House. Go watch the trailer, come back, tell me what you think. Um, <laughs> I am at a loss for words here. I am at a loss legitimately for words. All right, this one is a great place to end the Hollywood news update. Uh, we talk a little bit about the NFL on this podcast. I know not all of you are NFL fans because you are from all over the world. I'm a huge NFL fan as well as a fan of the CFL. I'm a diehard Patriots fan. I literally tried to shoot this episode of my podcast with my Patriots hat, but it was just so hot. I had to put my hair up in a bun. I just couldn't take it. Um, so I was actually really happy to report on this news. An NFL team and franchise owner wants to use his wealth to help rescue an orca that has been in captivity. Um, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts wants to use his jet um, and came up with a plan to rescue um, Takitai, um, who is who has been a an orca whale um, in captivity in Miami. And um, the owner, Jim Irsay, I hope I'm saying that right again. Um, he wants to, he came up with a $20 million plan and he is backing this plan to release Tokotai, Tokotai? the orca whale to release the orca whale into a bay near Seattle. I am all for this. You know, he was like, I have the money. I have the jet. Let's do this. I love this. I, um, even though I did go to SeaWorld when I was a little girl, like just knowing how orcas are pod animals and are very social, they communicate very verbally and, and, and they have like certain needs that just are not able to be done. Uh, you know in captivity and to me I just want to see them free now one of the issues with captivity is you know they might actually live longer in some cases but some cases they don't so I am totally all for this you know huge huge props to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, fr Colts franchise owner Jim that is absolutely amazing let him do this let's do this I totally want to get behind that all right everyone as promised we have a brand new IGN list I kind of love doing these from different companies like comicbook.com IGN and Screen Rant by the way me and Screen Rant you and I are beefing like <laughs> I don't think people say that anymore but whatever I'm owning it some of your lists have been super shady super shady um IGN has actually been pretty on point recently so now I want to I want to see if that is going to continue 
into the list for this week. All right, so here we go. IGN has a brand new list. They are celebrating the 34th anniversary of uh, Game Boy's North American release. So in honor of their 34th anniversary, IGN and their editors have compiled a list of the top 16 best Game Boy games. I want to hear from you guys. Do you guys agree with this list? Let's dive right on in, starting at number 16, all the way down to the number one top most awesome Game Boy game. Here we go. <laughs> Coming in at number 16 on the 30th, 34th anniversary of the North American release of top 16 Game Boy games. Here we go. Number 16 is Final Fantasy Legend 2. Coming in at number 15 was Donkey Kong Game Boy. Coming in at number 14 was Final Fantasy Legend 3. Coming in at number 13 was Kirby's Dreamland. I actually like that one. Coming in at number 12 was Donkey Kong Land 2. Coming in at number 11 was Kirby's Dreamland 2. Coming in at number 10 was Wario Land 2. Coming in at number 9 in the top 16 best Game Boy games was Wario Land Super Mario Land 3. Coming in at number 8 was Super Mario Land. Coming in at number 7 was Dr. Mario. Coming in at number 6 was Super Mario Land 2, 6 golden coins. Coming in at number 5 in the top 16 best Game Boy games was Tetris. That is like my all-time favorite. I absolutely love Tetris. All right, heading towards the number one position. Coming in at number four was Metroid 2 Return of Seamus. Or Samus? Seamus? I never played that game, so I don't know. Coming in at number three was Pokemon Red and Blue. Coming in at number two in the top 16 best Game Boy games uh, per IGN was The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakens. Uh, Link's Awakening, I should say. And coming in at number one in IGN's top 16 best Game Boy games celebrating the 34th anniversary is none other than Pokemon Yellow. All right, all of my gaming fans out there, I don't care how old you are. If you have a Game Boy now, you had a Game Boy back, way back when, I want to hear from you. Do you agree with this list? And if you don't, how would you relist it? I want to hear from you. All right, moving right along, as promised, we have some things to know, in theory, by the time you're 30. And don't feel bad if you are over the age of 30 and did not know some of these things. I'm learning some of them right along with you, and that's what makes it fun. So here we go. First thing to know by the time you're 30 is there is an actual legitimate reason why you should actually wash your sheets every one to two weeks. Um, number one, uh, actually certain pillowcases and stuff like that actually cause acne and hair loss based on bacteria buildup, uh, drool, uh, face oils, you know, scalp oils, products, and all kinds of stuff. They actually cause acne and hair loss. Um, number two reason is if you are a person that sleeps, you know, potentially, or your partner sleep naked, or if you have pets that sleep in the bed with you, there's actually transfer of matter onto your bedding. And so then that's festering with dust mites and, and all kinds of other things in your bed um, that are, you, you don't really want to be having a good night and sleep tight with, you know what I'm saying? So here are several good reasons to wash your sheets one to two weeks. Um, next thing is wash your veggies. I don't know about you, but me growing up, this is always something that was optional. Like, oh, hey, it won't kill you uh, if you don't wash your vegetables, but hey, maybe you should. Well, apparently it actually does kill you. <laughs> um, it has this really interesting thing of like, it, it, it takes years off of your life, but also kills you slowly. I know that sounds really weird, like um, uh, an oxymoron, but it's actually true. Uh, with all kinds of pesticides, um, bug eggs, and all kinds of things that are actually on your produce. Your produce, with be it fruits or vegetables, are actually very, very dirty. This is why you're going to want to look at barcodes because the first number on the barcode is actually going to tell you how it was grown, whether it was urban pesticide free, chemical free, uh, genetically modified, or 100% organic. Not registered as organic, you know, due to trademarking, but actual organic. So take the time, invest in a salad spinner, put some water, some, you know, baking soda and some white vinegar in there, wash your fruits and vegetables for the love that all that is holy. You are a limited edition of one and deserve to have a long and healthy life, not, you know, taking years off of it with dirty produce. 
<laughs> um, did you know that apparently um, you can get rid of the scratches and scrapes on your DVDs and CDs? Yeah, you apparently can, and it doesn't need all kinds of toxic chemicals. Apparently, all you need is some Windex, um, a lint-free, I, I mean, um, a lint cloth, and a banana. So you're going to want to take a piece of banana, rub it on the areas that have scratches and um, scuffs and whatnot, and then you're going to want to use the peel of the banana to really get into those little nooks and crannies, and then you're going to want to wipe it clean uh, with a little bit of spray of Windex and a lint cloth, and voila, apparently, good as new. Um, apparently, if you have an impromptu party or you're getting hard of hearing or the place is really loud and you want to hear some really good music or something and you don't have a speaker or don't have the money for a speaker or, you know, it needs to be charged, whatever the case may be, apparently all you need to do is turn on the music on your phone and put your phone in a bowl. The sound will reverberate off of the bowl and make it louder. Did not know that. Literally learned that today for this podcast. Um, I thought that was cool. Wanted to share. Um, do you ever have like wet water rings on your coffee table or your table or your desk and you're like, oh, these are so unsightly, like a conversation you probably would have heard your parents having when you were a kid and they're like, oh no, I've turned into my parents kind of moment. Well, then this one's for you. Apparently all you need is the low heat setting on your dryer. Um, dry it until that area becomes like almost like translucent and whatnot. And then you put some olive oil and rub that on the spot and you're good to go. All gone did not know that as well until today. Um, I've discussed this before, but in case you missed it, I'm going to put it on here again for things you should know in theory by the time you're 30 is your eggs. A lot of people don't actually know that by the time you pick up your eggs from the grocery store, they can be from anywhere from 30 to almost 90 days old, which is really scary considering you're just buying them. So here's a good rule of thumb. Number one, rinse them because you have no idea how much like stuff is actually on the outer edge of your shells. Um, the next thing you're going to want to do is test if they're fresh. If you put an egg in a, a glass of cold water and it sinks on its side, great, great to eat. Um, if they put it in cold water and it sinks and stands on its uh, smaller side, it's okay. Um, and then if it completely floats to the top, bad egg, bad egg, get rid of it. You do not want that in your house. <laughs> These were some things in theory I think you should know by the time you're 30. I hope you learned something new because I know I did. Uh, let's all be better at adulting. Like, let's all be better at it together. <laughs> Next up is weird, strange, unusual, and fun facts. Here we go. We're going to blast through these really quick so that we have some good time for some motivation. All right. Did you guys know, since we're going to have Slother House, I figured this was a good fact to have. Slother House, my goodness. Uh, sloths can apparently hold their breath longer than dolphins. Did you know that? I was legit today years old when I found that out, and I love sloths. <laughs> um, did you guys know, weird fun fact here, that rats will apparently laugh out loud if you tickle them. Like humans, they also have ticklish spots, but the laugh will be so high-pitched that you probably can't even hear it. Apparently, in the early 1800s, ketchup was actually used as a medicine. Um, it was apparently believed to have healing properties and used to treat indigestion and or upset stomach. I actually believe this because there is vinegar, uh, which is acidic, in, um, in ketchup. Uh, so very, very interesting. You know, uh, nature actually provides a lot of medicine that we are actually told is bad and to get rid of. Like dandelions, for example, are... There's so much scientific evidence about how great they are for your brain and your heart and your overall health and wellness, but yet we're told to spray cancer-causing chemicals on them to kill them because apparently they're bad for our yard. But the heart association, I can't get into it, okay? The Matrix, the Matrix people. Did you guys know that apparently the company Boeing actually used potatoes to test their in-flight Wi-Fi? That's crazy! Apparently, like humans, potatoes also absorb Wi-Fi signals. This is one of the reasons why you shouldn't have your router or charge your phone next to your head and have the router in your bedroom uh, because those signals are getting absorbed into our bodies. Um, you know, we're all made up of energy. So that is really, really interesting and makes a lot of sense. Um, this Boeing project was called SPUDS for short, and it stands for Synthetic Personnel Using Dialectic Subscriptions. Um, very, very interesting. That's kind of cool to know that... I, potatoes helped have in-flight Wi-Fi on blades. Like, who knew? Um, apparently, the human body contains 0.2 milligrams of gold, and it's mostly found in the blood. So the next time someone wants to trash you, you can be like, hey, listen, I'm legit a treasure. <laughs> 
No, but for real, there really is apparently 0.2 milligrams of gold in the human body. Which brings me to the best portion of this podcast, which is some motivation, bringing you your weekly dose to carry you through the week, because like we say every week, every week we mean it, we should all be a part of someone else's survival guide with having our own individual goals, as well as a collective goal of becoming the adult that we needed as children. And one of the best ways to do that is through consistency, because consistency will take you places that motivation alone cannot. Now, something I said, I think, during the Q&A portion of this podcast was about motivation and discipline. You can be the most motivated person in the world, but I am disciplined. We are not the same. There is a huge difference between motivation and discipline. And we have been talking so much over the last few months about breaking generational curses, (laughs) overcoming generational traumas to pass on generational wealth prosperity, happiness, wellness, success, and integrity into future generations of our family so that the trauma and all the negativity and all the bad stuff stops with us and then we can embrace all the good things and pass on all of those great things and also along the way embody those things um, to ultimately become the best versions of ourselves that ever existed so we can ultimately please our number one fan, which is the little kid that we used to be by becoming the adult that we needed as children. Nobody is going to cheer for you harder than the little kid that you used to be who let go of their childhood for you to grow up. Um, That is a special, special bond. So today's lesson (laughs) is to remind you that everybody else can be your second biggest fan, but your biggest fan is the little kid that you used to be. And your second biggest fan is most likely a stranger. Believe it or not, is most likely a stranger. And your biggest hater is usually someone that you know. Uh, You know, that's why you you really have to be selective with who you allow on this journey with you because not everybody was meant to be on this journey. Not everybody is going to understand your need to become the best version of yourself that ever existed. Not everybody wants to see that growth from you. Not everyone wants to see you succeed. Okay. And the reason why I want to talk today about, you know, your big, your, your second biggest supporter and biggest second biggest believer is actually someone who you probably didn't even know and your biggest hater is probably someone that does know you and there's reasons for that that we don't always want to dwell on we don't always want to think about because it hurts it hurts to think that someone that we care about probably hates on us more than we could ever even imagine okay because you're not in control of how other people think feel and speak about you But you have to be okay with knowing that not everybody wants to hear your side of the story. Not everyone wants to see you succeed more than them. And not everyone wants to shine a light on all the good that you are doing. That's why you have to be your own biggest cheerleader so that you can become what your biggest fan always knew that you could be. And that's becoming the best version of yourself so you can pass down generational wealth, health, prosperity, happiness, success, integrity, overall wellness. Like think about how how much better the world would be if we all focused on that instead of tearing other people down, right? Not everybody is meant to go on this journey with you. I know it's hard, but like I've told you before, you cannot do epic shizit with basic people. And I've also told you before, some people literally, legitimately, wholeheartedly have a vested interest in your silence. They are used to taking advantage of your lack of boundaries. They don't want to see you create boundaries. They don't want to see you start getting better up here and in here and all through here and all through here. They don't want to see that because how you are right now suits them. How you are in one month, two months, three months, five months, six months from now might not. And they don't want to take that chance. But you, you have to take that chance. You have to take that step, that leap of faith to to say, I am worth it. I have survived 100% of my worst days. I am a person who is worth knowing. I am a person who is worth believing in. I am a person who is worth taking a chance on. I am a person who is worth this space that I am taking up in the world. I am a person who, who is proud to have been born. I am a person who is worth the effort to get to know, to get to love, and to get to work on. The fact that we are alive today, getting an opportunity to work on ourselves, to make our lives better, to make our environments better, to make us all around better, that is a gift. That is a gift to be cherished because I can tell you from experience, I have had so many friends that aren't with me today because they are gone. They thought they had more tomorrows and they 
they're not here anymore. And that's not something you can prepare for. It's not something you always see coming. All right, so celebrate the fact that we all have this gift of being able to continue this journey on becoming the adults that we needed in, as children. Because there are tons of people that went to sleep last night with to-do lists for today that will remain forever unfinished. I've talked about this before and I've wrote about it before. Buy the flowers now, do the work on yourself now, take advantage of this opportunity that your life has given you. The life you're living right now is the direct result of stuff, of decisions that you made knowingly and unknowingly over the last couple years. That's led you to right now. Now, if you were lucky, if you are lucky and you play it smart, the decisions you are making right now are going to dictate the life that you're going to be living just a few short years from now, if you are lucky. So what are you going to do with the time that you have been given on this journey of becoming the best version of yourself that ever existed? What are you doing with this gift? Are you squandering it? Or are you utilizing it to its fullest potential to help you reach your fullest potential? Or are you going to have a to-do list that's going to remain forever unfinished? I don't want to see that for you, but I can't want that for you more than you want it for yourself. Because don't forget, your biggest fan is the little kid that you used to be who desperately wants to see you become all the things that they always believe that you could be. Your biggest hater is someone you know. And I'm here to tell you that you can overcome that hate. You can overcome that self-doubt. If you take advantage of the gift that's being offered to you today, right now, in this moment, while you were watching this podcast and this video on YouTube, you are going to be so surprised at the person you are becoming. You are going to become so much more resilient, so much more confident, so much more consistent and disciplined. And just everything that you, you maybe questioned if you ever could be, you're already on your way to becoming it just by listening to this, okay? In moments of self-doubt, remember that there's somebody else doubting you more than you could ever doubt yourself. Just like there's a part of you that is cheering for you more than anybody else ever could cheer for you. Don't let you doubt. Don't let your biggest fan down. Don't let yourself down. Take advantage of this gift while you have the time that's being given to you. We're never fully in control of that clock. But what we do with the time that we have been given separates us as individuals. Not just our individual goals, but our life's decisions. These decisions are what are going to help you break generational trauma and generational curses and choose healing instead of hurting, okay? What are you going to do with the time that has been given to you? As, I'm, as I am taping this episode, there is 146 days left of 2023. What are you going to do with that? If you did one, if you walked one mile every single day from now until January 1st, you would have 146 miles walked for your fitness. If you read one book a week, do the math. If you saved one extra dollar every single day, that's $146 that you can invest into something. What you do with the time that you have been given and the decisions that you make right now are going to dictate how you are going to succeed or live in just a few short years from now while you have the time to do so. So I'm going to ask you, what are you doing with the time that you have been given? Are you working hard to become the best version of yourself, to become the adult that you needed as a child, to break generational trauma and generational curses so that while being the best version of yourself and being the adult that you needed as a child, when the time comes for you to expand your family, are you able to say that I am passing down generational wealth, prosperity, happiness, success, and integrity, and overall wellness? If not, then what are you going to do about it? to turn that around. All right, everyone, this has been the latest episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast coming to you live every single Tuesday as part of the brand family on russosbrand.com. I hope to see you live on my YouTube channel for different things like Motivation Mondays, Q&As, lessons from a nursing home, and so much more. Don't forget to check out my articles with Fightful.com as well as this weekly podcast with russosbrand.com. I'll see you next week.